1: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime, on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.
2: We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, uh, Bilski sent me that message, said, not me with a a laughing till you cry little smiley face. The reason he said not me was because I said Kendall is my best friend. Oh. <laughs> Bilski's deeply hurt. Oh. It's different qualifications, you have to understand. The only reason I called him my best friend, because you guys are obviously shoulder to shoulder, Mike, you know.
3: Well, if he wants, he can be my best friend.
2: That Ooh, hurts. Bilsky? <laughs> oh,
3: I'm so yeah, sorry, Yeah, now AJ's out. That oh, no, hurts. Tevin.
2: Oh, no. Oh, Tevin's out. Okay, Tevin, this you're out of the mix.
3: so awkward.
2: Well, Show's over. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? Well, you don't get to come in for another seven minutes. What the hell are you doing I'm sorry. here? Sorry. Am
4: I early? Am I that early? We're very no, impressed. No, you're good.
2: Okay. We're very I'll impressed. i outside. Now, you know what? I. To be honest with you, I should probably never use that term, my best friend, because I have so many different friends in different areas that I suppose you kind of have a best friend in their own particular area, I guess. So I shouldn't use that, that term because I have many, many great friends. No but, doubt about
3: it. But like... I mean, I have, like, a best friend. I have a best friend. We never see each other. We text constantly, and that's how I know we're best friends. Um, and, like, I think sometimes Justin's feelings get hurt because he, I hang out with him the most, but, like, he's not my best friend.
4: No. Because, no. like, if you're going to complain about
3: him. your relationship, yeah. you
4: can't do that necessarily to him.
1: Exactly. Yeah. No, that makes sense. See,
2: there you go. So, yes, I, I, you're, you're right. Kendall is a dear friend, but, Bilsky, so are you. There's no doubt about it. Mills.
1: Mills. Yeah.
2: I love that. All right. So, uh, Tevin, we've been working on some stuff this morning. One of the things was five random facts for Wednesday. Okay. Uh, number three is there are only 644 people who've been in space. The definition of being in space is at least 50 miles above the Earth. Well, that's why all those guys went up in those rockets, the Jeff Bezos and the Elon Musk and all those people. That's why they go up 50 miles, right, just because they... So they can say they were in space. They
3: say check. Let's come back, and it's shorter than my commute to work. But it's fine. It (laughs) counts, I guess.
2: Right. That's that number seems.
4: I feel like high to me. I thought too. I feel like there would be a lot less people that have been to space, and also fifty miles feels like an egregiously low qualification to be in
3: space. (laughs) myself could like, I go to space that's so funny.
4: like um, like I can get to space in a full oh tank of gas like, was, Yeah, <laughs> right. like, that should not right. be a half a tank of gas like let's that should not be you need to at least like touch a planet another planet if you want to be considered in space <laughs>
2: You know what you should do, Kevin, and I'm very serious. If anybody brings that up again, yeah, so I've been in space. Oh, you went all 50 miles? I've been in St. Cloud. That's 77 <laughs> oh, miles thank away.
1: Thank you. <laughs> I, was I was thinking was like, the
2: what?
3: same thing, Kevin. Well, yeah. That seems low. Right.
2: I feel like the guy that
4: ran across the country... That we talked to last week, like yeah. oh, that's phenomenal. more of a qualification for being in space than just going fifty True miles.
0: Yeah. That. Who like, set
4: that that measurement? Who who made that the official yeah, measurement? Probably right. somebody who tried to get to space and only made it fifty yeah. miles, and the, they're like, f- "I still need credit <laughs> fifty-one
1: miles, 51 just to be sure." Miles, yeah. All this
0: funding, all this stuff—they only got fifty miles up, and they came back and was like, "No, I trust me, I got there." Yeah. That's the official. Look, I'm telling you now, that's the official marker, fifty m- miles. They're
3: like immediately on their computer, and they're like, "Look at Wikipedia. That's what it says." <laughs>
0: Because is 50 miles, is that even like out of like the ozone
4: layer? Like are you actually in space? Or are you I'm just
3: very, I'm actually very invested in this and will be looking this up later. This,
4: I feel like this is an attainable goal for all of us to get to I
3: space. Th- Now i think he too, like I feel like Tom could fund us to all oh, go to yeah. space easily.
4: His rainy day account could definitely get us to space.
2: I do believe that you're in space when you leave the atmosphere, but I'm not sure of that. I, I think that's how they based it, but I'm not sure about that. How how high does the atmosphere go? Does anybody know? Yeah. I have no idea. No.
3: I've got a lot of work to do.
0: Ozone, a lot of work. ozone layer looks to be about like ten miles above the surface of
2: the Earth. Okay, so that's where the oxygen runs out. That's sure. Yeah so, why fifty miles? I wonder why, wonder why it is fifty miles?
3: Okay, this Nat Geo article says that Earth's atmosphere Earth's atmosphere stretches from the surface of the planet up to as far as ten thousand kilometers, which is six thousand two hundred and fourteen miles above.
2: So six thousand two hundred and fourteen, not really?
3: Yeah, so I feel like that is definitely space.
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that that qualifies. So where'd they come up with fifty miles? This BS. I don't know. I feel like it's like
4: when you go to a baseball stadium and a player hits a home run to like the shortest part of the field. Yeah, that's what that's what this is.
3: That space. <laughs> the short What's that baseball? Of
2: that baseball star's name is Mike Trout, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Did you see what he did? Uh-uh. Nope. Very, very good baseball player. Tremendous baseball player. He went with his buddies to one of those, uh, you know, those enclosed driving ranges. Drive time. Oh, top golf, like a top golf
4: type yeah. of thing. I've, I've seen this, and he hammered to, a golf ball to space. Actually, yes,
2: fifty it for sure went fifty miles into space. <laughs> he hit it over. What would you say about a seventy-five foot f- fence? Yes. Yeah, it's so about seventy-five feet yeah. high, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, Maybe something like more.
2: that. He hit it, and it's over 310 yards, I believe, or 350 yards. something. He hit it over the wall by about 10 feet, and who the hell knows where it came. He must have hit that ball 400 yards.
4: Yeah, and it didn't necessarily look like he was trying to hit it as far as he could. Like it wasn't like some swing out of your shoes necessarily. No, yeah. not like, at all. If He, w- he could have probably hit it another 100 feet if he was really putting his back into it.
2: Wouldn't doubt that at all. It was quite, the, It's you can find it online easily. You can look it up. Uh, you can look it up. It's very easy to find. It's something to, I watched it a few times because it was so damn impressive. No question.
3: Yeah, I feel like Judd gave that to us. Our Judd R. Phil, the one who showed us that, right?
2: Well, Judd's going to be on the show in one minute, so let's say it's Judd.
3: Let's say it's Judd, and actually, he's here right now.
2: Oh, is that why you brought it up and lied to us and said that he was the master of the universe?
3: Sometimes I'm very talented.
2: Oh, here we go. Judd, I'm sorry you have to mean... Oh, welcome! Oh, who wants to go to space, by the way? Not me. Don't Where have any interest. Where did that come
5: from? It's we only- can't get Earth right. Can we please stay on Earth before <laughs> we go to space and possibly perish in a real- by suffocating? Like... It- Leave space to the professionals. Rich people, quit going to space. Anyone who's going to go to space, be a professional first, or don't do it. It's like operating. I don't want to operate on a person. Leave it to the doctors.
2: Now I got to point one thing out too, because he's one of the richest men on earth, Jeff Bezos. No question, very wealthy man. His rocket ship looks entire like entirely, completely, like a penis with testicles. Yes. I mean, there's no question. He's <laughs> penetrating outer space with a giant flying wiener. Jeffrey. I
3: mean, Jeffrey Bezos.
2: <laughs> Have you ever seen it? Have you ever seen the rocket that he, that he went up in? Oh, it's very yeah, phallic. It, yeah, it's dumb. Oh, on hold ice. on a second.
5: I'll find it here because it sounds too good
2: not
0: to see. Make hold sure on. That, a second. Make
3: sure it's not a work computer because that'll kick you right off.
0: I'm Googling it right now on my phone. Yeah, Jeff Bezos penis rocket.
5: Boom. Uh, there you I'll go. I will say Jeff Bezos Rocket. I'm sure he's just got, I, I hope he's only got one. <laughs> Not like a fleet of
2: them. <laughs> you would hope.
5: Yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows, right? Um, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, oh, yeah.
2: He did oh, that on he's... purpose. Don't you think, Judd? He did that on purpose.
5: Yes. Yes. There's no way he, I'm looking at it right now, there's no way he didn't.
2: It's a, I agree. It's a
5: spoof. But, again, why does he want to go, like, I, I know he's beyond rich, and I know he's probably bored a lot, but, like, what is the incentive? Do you realize, like, if something goes wrong, you're just done?
2: Yeah. Oh, you're done. There's no doubt about that. I have no interest in going to space at all. I don't care. I don't mind flying. Flying's fine. You get on an airplane and yeah. fly from one side of the uh, country to the other. That's great. But I, what the, why do I want to go up there? You float around. I can float around down here. They got what? What are those things called again? There's one out in by Ridgedale.
3: Uh, that's you got them. I fly. That's, I
2: fly. There yeah, you go.
3: Anti gravity little. Oh, like tube a skydiving
4: thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: I'm yeah, so unaware of this. Really? hmm Okay, I'll oh, stay yeah. away from that too. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got no way to, look, I I got a theory on life. It's called unnecessary risk. Okay, if I'm going to take risks, I'm going to make sure that it's stuff that I really want to do. Space, not one of them.
2: <laughs> no, I agree with you. I have no interest in going to space. Oh, good. We're in space. So Let's go back to the house. Yeah,
5: yeah. 35,000 right? feet above the, the ground in, in basically a sardine can. That's it for me. Like, I'll take yeah. a plane. I'm with you, Tom, but that's it.
2: Good for those kids. They're having fun. I'm happy for them, but it's just not something I'm into. I, even if he called me and said, hey, Tom, you should do this, I, I, I'm good. I'll just take oh, a, I'll God, go yeah. and a car ride.
5: Yeah, I, that, that's akin to me to to being called up and say, hey, do, do you want to go bungee jumping today? I'd say, no, thank you. Goodbye.
2: <laughs> no, no, I'm not bungee jumping either. Some people love that, though. They absolutely love it. Risk the takers. F- terrible ones are when they blindfold their buddy and tell him they're going to throw him off a bridge and they walk him over and walk him over. And, of course, they're actually going to push him over into, face first into a pond. So he thinks as they push him, he's going he's gonna to drop down with all these bungee cords on him. Have you ever seen this? No. Oh. It's hilarious. You should look it up. Because they're leading him up to the edge. says, Okay, we're at the edge of the cliff now. We're coming up. We're going to just give you a gentle push. And then you'll plummet for several thousand feet. It, it, don't worry about it, though. They push him. He goes about four feet and hits his face right on the lake. Because he's standing on the shore of a lake. And he doesn't even know it because well, he's blindfolded.
4: Well, I've seen the one where they tell somebody like, hey, we're going to go on this zip line ride and they have what appears to be a zip line attached to like a tree or something way off in the distance and, they're, <laughs> and then all of a sudden the lady just falls straight to the ground and it turns out that it's really a bungee cord. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's
5: terrible.
4: Bungee jumping, the same thing.
2: Oh,
5: that's
4: terrible.
3: What type of What's
2: sadistic
5: people are these?
3: I don't know. Were you guys watching <laughs> all this stuff? You
4: know how terrifying I would be if I thought I was going like lateral across the earth and I just drop off a bridge. Oh my, God, I would die before I came back up.
2: No, it's by the way, Brittany, for your information, it's on a show called World's Dumbest on True TV. Mm, okay. They show all that stuff. It's that's old stuff, as a matter of fact. I don't even think that shit. What? Are, who's laughing about what, what? Me.
5: Whatever happened to name that tune? I mean, come on. <laughs> Good boy. Like, can you name the song in one note? Okay, that's sort of cool. You know, hey, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go on a zip line. No, actually you're not, it's on a bungee jumping. I I don't
2: care. I, I know. I know what you're saying, no question. Okay. There are two more to go on the random facts for Wednesday. The guy who invented the revolving door came up with it because he hated having to open doors for women. How lazy are you?
3: And where are you hanging out? Like like I feel like, wh- what kind of life are you living? Are you hanging out at Costco? Like, where is the mass amounts of people coming in and out? Where, where is this?
2: But I open doors for men and women. If I happen to have my hand on the doorknob, why wouldn't I hold it open for them?
3: Yeah, you're not gonna be like, no vagina, no door opening. No, oh, sorry, I'm not. Slam in their it.
2: face. Yeah, I don't. The revolving. So we invented the revolving door, which. The automatic ones are kind of cool because they go at this very nice, easy pace, and it relaxes you. Don't you think?
5: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yes. the The old school ones, though, the, the first ones were a pain in the ass. Yes, like they are heavy. They you know,
2: are. The They're old very ones
5: heavy. were heavy, but yes, the new, the new uh, automatic revolving ones that that have more space are actually incredibly comfortable yeah. and and yep. there is nothing better than realizing it's automatic and you don't have to do a damn thing yeah
4: and and close i don't know who needs to hear this but whether it's an automatic or a manual revolving door one person in the little space at a time <laughs> thank you I don't, thank you don't need two people
3: it's no no one. especially if you like, don't know the person oh my yes. gosh oh okay what the, the va yes we have the va has a giant like giant door like that yeah and you, you have a half second of going, should I? But the you answer shouldn't. is always no. There's going to be another one coming right behind Okay. Yeah, the best
4: part of a revolving door is there's one right behind it that right. you can get
2: in. Somebody, You've had somebody get in your compartment in a oh, revolving door? Absolutely.
4: <laughs> really? Like complete... St- so I worked at Union Rooftop downtown, oh. and the front door is a revolving door, and all the time we would see people that, like, complete strangers, just everybody trying to shuffle in, especially when it's cold outside. It's like, if you just wait two more seconds, oh, you don't have to step on everybody's feet, you don't have to be, like, shuffling, because now the front person <laughs> or the back person's back foot hits the door panel behind you so the whole thing stops
5: like just one person it's at
4: the very time. human Log centipede-esque to yes. ask
3: when you get too many people in there
5: yes
2: okay so revolving here's what i want you to do revolving doors
5: next. tom are a terrible idea when alcohol is involved
1: mm. yeah. oh god
2: yes. uh, no question but here's what i want you guys to do next time that happens to you. it's never happened to me nobody's ever gotten this compartment with me in a revolving door but if they do here's what i want you to do right so as it closes because it comes around and then that back, set, that back panel closes off, seals off, right? With the rubber lining and all that. As
1: uh-huh.
2: soon as it does that, don't look at anybody. Just go Oh, Jesus, Sorry. <laughs> Just pretend you farted, because I'll never do it again.
3: <laughs> and we're stuck in here now. <laughs> or just turn around and
2: sneeze. <laughs> <Turn> <laughs> <out>. <laughs> well, there you go. You're
3: literally <laughs> at that point. That's more intimate than sex. Like yeah. that is very close. That is daunting. Right. Wow. Yep.
2: Uh works for me, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, so I got to talk to Judd about this, and well, all of you about this, because. Uh, in my life, there's my birthday, my wife's and kids' birthdays, family birthdays. There's Christmas. There's Easter. There's Thanksgiving, and there's Twins Opening Day, baby. Yeah, I, I think you're ranking it low. I am. I, that's way <laughs> too low. You're absolutely right. I think you got opening it Opening Day, tomorrow, Minnesota Twins. I cannot. Kansas City, correct? Kansas
5: City. What three? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, three ten p.m. Uh, Pablo yep. Lopez, who was acquired from the Marlins in the Arise trade against Zach Greinke, who is about my age now, I think. Zach, <laughs> Zach, <laughs> I think Zach Greinke pitched against the Milwaukee Braves.
2: There you go. And the New
5: York Giants. He's been around forever.
2: I love the fact you brought up the Braves because people can never trace them all the way back to where they first played baseball. Who were oh, the original yeah. Braves?
5: They were the Boston Braves
2: Boston Braves absolutely you, you might be one of the first people I've ever asked that question that knew the answer
5: really the yeah.
2: Boston Braves absolutely
5: yeah boston and and um the the funny thing is if you go back and look their time playing in in County Stadium in Milwaukee, they were incredibly successful, yeah, they were yep. really damn good and and they and they were the team. They, they were the team that before the Twins, uh, people were fans of here, right, Tom?
2: Yep. No, absolutely. Absolutely right. So it's just, uh, I, I, am, I know this sounds really stupid in, in my current space in life, but I'm sorry, but opening day for the Twins is still one of the most exciting days of the year for me because my team has won two World Series, both of them at the worst stadium I've ever been in, but I don't care about that. Um lucky enough to know many of the players on that. So ever since 87 and 91, well, I, ever since I was nine years old, let's be honest, I get so excited. I, like, I shouldn't be sitting here giddy over the fact that Twins openers tomorrow in Kansas City, but I am. I'm very giddy about it.
5: Isn't why not? No, why shouldn't you love be? It. I think it's fantastic. I feel the same way. I love sports. No, look, it's... It, in today's world, I think the fact that that an adult can have a, a childlike um, happiness about something yeah. is awesome. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a fantastic thing. Good for you. It's
2: what it is, though. It's very childlike, and it, takes, it does take me all the way back to being nine years old and being all excited. And I just, I don't know. There's something about baseball and baseball players that I really, really like. It's not that I dislike, you know. Football player Tommy Kramer. Every time I see him, it's great to see him. Just a very, very decent, really nice guy. And there are others, obviously, good friends. Jim Gustafson's a good friend, and you know, you get on the list of people. But that uh, baseball, I don't know what the hell. I just, I absolutely adore it, and I always will. They got a game tomorrow uh, at four. uh, Excuse me, three ten. You're absolutely right, three ten tomorrow. They take uh, then they take Friday off. They come back for games that I think about around the same time anyway on Saturday and Sunday. And then they go, I'll go, I'm going to go see them next Monday night in Miami at the Marlin Stadium. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to be in, I'm not there now, but I will be in Miami this weekend. So I will be able to see that game. Uh, Well, actually, I'll be back to do the show on Monday morning. And then go to the game in Miami uh, Monday night, and I'll be I'll be on every day next week. I'm just I'm very excited. I've never been in the state. You ever been in the Miami Stadium? I have not. I, have, I haven't either. I, I've not. I think it's on the same. If I'm not mistaken, it is on the same
5: or approximately the same location as the Orange Bowl was.
2: Oh yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right about that. So, um, are you guys? Do you guys get excited about any particular sport? Because uh, there are hockey fans, or are NBA fans, there are you know NFL fans, and I am a huge NFL fan too. Don't get me wrong, but not as big as baseball. But I I love me some Viking football too. There's no question about it.
4: Oh yeah, right? that, yeah. That's that's my like that's my twins for you is like sure Viking. When the Viking season kicks off, like hope is eternal. We're winning the Super Bowl. We're back. We're ready to go. And then about two three weeks in. I hate the team, I hate that I'm still here, I'm crying, I'm laughing, it's a very chaotic experience to watch me watch a football game, but no, I yeah. get exactly where you're coming from. Just having that new season is hope, it's fun, it's just a time to escape and not have to deal with the real world for three hours or however long it takes.
2: Yeah, and I think that's a big part of it. You leave the real world for three, three and a half hours, whatever it is, and it is, and now in baseball, it's about two hours and 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. I think, oh, I can't
5: wait for this. I, yep, I think yes. that it's gonna be and I know it's partially because I'm old and impatient, probably, <laughs> but I can't but I can't wait. As much as I love baseball, and it was my original favorite sport, I can't wait to go to a game that starts at you know 7 05 and it's done by let's say 9 15. I think
4: yeah. that's
0: gonna be fantastic. Yeah. Heaven. Yeah.
5: And as somebody that's not necessarily a baseball fan,
4: like I'm more likely now. To either watch it on TV or go to a game when I know that it's not. Oh, I show up at this time and who knows when I'll leave? Who knows if I'll ever
2: leave? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I live
0: here now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And we headed to the bottom of the sixteenth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, stuck I'm sorry, but forever.
2: I love it. I absolutely love that whole setup. Uh, it's honest, <laughs> to God. I know I sound like a damn fool, but I'm. Uh, Looking at the clock right now, I'm about 30 hours away from uh, my twins hitting the field to start the 2023 season. I think they're going to be a lot better. Some people are saying they're going to win at least 90 games this year. I hope that's true.
5: Yeah, I saw Lavelle E. Neal from the Star Tribune. I think, didn't he predict like 91 wins?
2: Yeah, he did. He absolutely did. What do you think?
5: Uh, I'm not that hopeful, but yes, they they should be improved. I, I mean, it looks like from what we talked about, the starting pitching and bullpen is improved. The defense is, you know, part of my issue that didn't get talked about a lot last year is defensively. I thought, and then especially running the bases, they were a really dumb team last year. Like they yes. made a lot yes. of dumb mistakes. Um, they de- The only question I've got is, is how many runs are they going to score? And that again, goes back to what we've talked about. You know, when does Kirloff play? When does Polanco play? Uh, Buxton's going to DH tomorrow. It sounds like he might DH for about the first month.
2: Good, well, good move. So,
5: yeah. And I think that, you know, I, my guess is that if all goes as planned by, by the end of the season, they privately think that Michael A. Taylor is probably going to play more games in center field than Buxton. But if Buxton can stay in the lineup, that's the most important thing. So yes. But, you know, there is something, I will say this, as much as I love all sports, there is something about opening day in baseball, and it's probably, Tom, partially based on our age, but Mm -hmm. there is something so special about opening day, which traces back to, if you recall, you know, for years and years, the first game was always played in the afternoon in Cincinnati. And there's I don't know, there's just the whole thing of spring, Summer is coming, and just the anticipation. Baseball, I think, does a or the feeling about baseball to me on opening day is different than any other sport.
2: All right, I got to take a break here, Judd. uh, Do you have to go? Because you're more than welcome to stay and talk to Belinda if you want. I don't have to go. No. Good, because Belinda's coming up. So why don't we take a break here, and we can all stay. And any, any questions she has for anybody. Boy, great picture of her on stage singing. She looks like she's very, very happy. We'll take a break, be right back. Belinda Carlisle, our very special guest, up next. Tom Bernard here. You might not know this about me and about my family, but we're kind of Nissan strong. I say that because I own a Nissan Altima from Walzer Nissan. I love it. My son Andy owns a Nissan Rogue Sport from Walzer Nissan and my daughter-in-law Melissa yup, you guessed it, drives the Nissan Kicks. And Cart's grandson Ethan safely around town, also purchased at Walzer Nissan. You want to know who else is Nissan strong in the Twin Cities? Walzer Nissan and their trifecta of stores. Down south GM Dan Resch at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville. West of the metro just off Highway 12 and Wyzetta Boulevard is Casey Novotny's Walzer Nissan Wyzetta. And in Kuno Rapids north side of Highway 10 and Round Lake Boulevard. Jay Buck runs the show at this Nissan store. This month at all three Nissan dealerships score 0% financing on Rogues, Altimas, and Pathfinders with up to $1,500 available loyalty cash on select models. Nissan strong and loyal like me and my family. Even if you're just Nissan curious, go to walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. I'm due for an oil change. Maybe I'll see you there. 0% financing for 36 months, $27 per month per 1,000 financing On approved credit.
1: Sorry, but we actually have a wait list for our monstera. Shaw's greenhouse is
5: really bringing in the
2: green.
3: We can't keep snake plants and stuff. She
2: needs a construction manager to build on her
3: roots and grow. We
0: could add a whole section for ferns. Here we'd have dahlias, dahlias, and more dahlias.
3: Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed,
5: you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions
1: apply.
2: Right now, MyPillow has a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Listeners continually make the MySlippers the number one selling MyPillow product. And I have a feeling you'll want to stock up now when you hear this offer. When you use my promo code TOM, T-O-M, you'll get the all-season slippers for $25 regularly, $149.98. That's over $120 in savings. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. These will sell out. Trust me on that one. My slippers have an exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra-comfortable and extremely durable. They help relieve stress on your feet, and you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They also come in a ton of additional sizes and all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Square to grab a pair of the all-season slippers for only $25. Regularly priced at $149.98. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. Enter promo code TOM T O M for this incredible offer. They won't last long, so order now. Never!
1: The roar of our engines, the pump of our heartbeats, the pedal to our metal, the sparks that ignite us, the pistons that push us, the passions that drive us. From the feelings that move us to the places that pull us on the roads that unite us, with nearly six thousand stores and over seventeen thousand auto care centers, Napa has America's largest network of parts and care. Here to keep you fired on all cylinders.
4: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show podcast.
2: Nine twenty, not twenty minutes after nine o'clock. KQS uh, You guys will let me know when Belinda Carlisle's ready to go. I know, and anytime you have somebody of her stature that's being interviewed across the country like that, you're always going to run a little late because people, I understand, get very excited about uh, the interviews and they tend to go over, and then I have to call them up and go, "Really unprofessional, you pain in the ass!" To all the other radio people. Yeah, what do you think?
3: unprofessional. Grow up, you nerds.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Grow up, you nerds. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, she's got it. When we do get her, she'll be on for about eight minutes. So I, I don't, I won't be doing that to other people. But look, they're radio dopes. What do you think they're gonna do?
3: Yeah. Okay. We're the only uh, stand-up crew here. Yes. So.
2: Radio professionals.
4: Yeah. Uh, savants, I would say.
3: Savants.
2: Savants, really. Is that what you're going with? Actually, it gives me an opportunity to to go through this because it's very, very interesting. Uh, Decades, a summer tour. uh, I think the closest she's going to get is Sheboygan, Wisconsin to us. She's not coming to Minnesota on this uh, first part of the tour anyway, Uh, July. And August is when she'll be uh, coming through. But she will be in Sheboygan, which is not that far away. No big deal.
3: Yeah, and Tom, we've got her on the line. We're ready to rock with Belinda.
2: Belinda's moving to Sheboygan, Wisconsin. I just thought I'd throw that out. What do you think?
1: What do I think? I think I'm, I've never been to Suburban, so I'm excited. I love that
2: part of America. No, it's going to be good. You know what? I got to I got to do this right up front, Belinda. You always, no matter if it's in in person or it's uh, on video or it's a still picture, whatever, you look like you're having just a ball. Whenever you're, like you're really enjoying what you're doing when you're on stage. I think that adds a lot to an appearance, don't you think?
1: Oh, totally. I mean, I think people pick up on that in the live shows. Um, I just, for me, it's weird. It's like I don't think, and it's kind of like I don't know. Just like it, it's in, in another world, almost like a meditation. So, um, and yep. I think people pick up on that. I love. I, I feel very, very lucky that I'm. I get to do this uh, <laughs> for work, and and you know, I, I'm very grateful. What can I say?
2: Yeah, I mean, and that's the other thing. We that we need more of that in the world, too. Some gratitude would be good across the board from everybody. Got no problem with that at all. <laughs> but uh, we we're talking about your, your summer tour dates. The new EP, Kismet, will be released on Friday, May 12th, featuring her new single, Big, Big Love. So right. we want to hear about that, obviously, Belinda. What's that all about?
1: Well, I was I was planning on um, really slowing down and, and uh, I guess, semi-retirement, And then my son ran into Diane Warren in L.A. at a coffee shop and, you know, we're old friends. You know, we worked together. She wrote a few hits for me back in the 80s. And she said, let's call her. And she said, get down to the studio. I have some hits for you. And I thought, well, do I really want to do this because it's a big commitment? And I had already sort of planned out, you know, to, to really take it down a notch. So I went to the studio and I fell in love with the songs and... Thought yeah, let's 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 go. So um, it was just like chance meetings, and it's just strange how it all happened. Hence the name Kismet, because it's all kind of a magical. Uh, it happened all in a magical kind of way.
2: Much like my life, interviewing you. What do you think of that action, <laughs> sister? Aww. Actually. <laughs> Belinda, we have a bunch of people in studio, so if anybody has any questions, I don't want to take up the whole interview. Belinda, you're a very special guest to be on. Anybody have a question or or a comment for Belinda?
4: Yeah, I think, like, as being a, like, musical sensation star, I guess, and, like, going on stage in front of huge crowds, <laughs> like, me being a former athlete, I remember, like, before games, like, you get yourself, like, hyped and, like, okay, I'm in my zone. Like, there's a sense of calm before you go on or go on the field, like, what is your yeah. mindset when you go on stage? Are you, like, extremely, like, high energy, or is it kind of like a zen feeling, you just go out and perform?
1: Oh, no, I do, um, like, a lot of breath work beforehand, like, um, uh, and that also is sort of calms the mind, so I just kind of go out there, I'm not, like, rubbed up for it, I just kind of go out there, and it's like, you know, like I said earlier, it's like a meditation for me, so... I'm just gonna do my thing, but I think that's really the only kind of ritual that I have before I do it is is you know, last fifteen minutes of breath work and it changes singing completely too. It's great for and, <laughs> great for your lungs.
4: And this might be this might be a dumb question, but so like before sports like uh-huh. you would listen to music. Do you listen to like other people's songs at all before like you go out or are you like I need to avoid music so I don't forget the words to my song?
1: No, 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 I mean, first of all, like singing my my the lyrics to my songs is like riding a bike. So, right. it's, I, I and although I do screw up the, the words sometimes on, um, or I lose my where I am in a song, it ha- can happen. But um, I don't really listen to anything. I just, like I said, it's just a kind of quiet. But I go into the band's room, and they usually have something going on. You know, like lots of Bowie, lots of, um, like you know, like lots of classic rock, but. Um, but me, no. I just kind of, you know, I'm in my quiet, my quiet zone. Uh, Belinda,
3: okay, I have a question. If, when you're going to these cities and you get to travel all these places, are you somebody that kind of stays in your hotel room uh, before the show, or do you go out into the city (laughs) and go have lunch and try some of the, you know, the restaurants around there?
1: Well, it's Depends on, on my schedule for that day, but I, I I my tour is usually two days on, one day off. Uh-huh. So I usually have if I have time to see a city and go see local things, go to a local museum or whatever, I always do that. And I never had the luxury of doing that before because it was usually like three day three on a travel day and then two on travel day. So now it's a lot more you know, it's a lot slower. I like it like that. So I can Taken a lot
5: of um, you know
2: where I am and uh, see what's going
5: on. Cool. Uh, Jud AJ. Yeah, when when you uh, sit down to write, what's that process like? And just be, because your, your career has been so successful, how has that process changed from say the eighties to now when you sit down and start to compose songs? there's, there's not really
1: any um, difference. I mean. If, I'm, if I want to get into that mode, that songwriting mode, it's it kind of, I usually, I always collaborate, not usually, I always collaborate with somebody. So going in with the intention of coming out with something. So the process is has always been the same, is that going with an intention and just playing. And sometimes, you know, it'll be lyrics first and then putting a melody around that or vice versa. But there's not, it, it hasn't changed since the beginning, really, you know? So, yeah, it's, It's. Um, I think that the most important part is the
0: intention. You hear a lot of artists talk about drawing stuff from their personal lives as the inspiration for a lot of their songs and just the emotion that they put into their art. Um, as time has passed, you know, going from 80s to 90s, 2000s, now present day, where do you draw that type of inspiration from to really give your all for, you know, each night? Because I know a lot of people in their careers... At a certain point, they can kind of lose that flame. How do you keep that that flame going?
1: Oh, I can always go back to. I mean, since I've had a pretty rich life, I can always go back to um, for any song that I sing and and think of a moment in my life and uh, where that song. Is, you know, it, it, it'll make sense to me and, and get into that that space where. You know, I can feel the sort of emotion. It's almost like acting in a way. So, so you just, um, but yeah, I mean, I can do that with every single song that I sing. I can relate to it emotionally, um, in a, in a good way or bad way. So, and, and that's what I usually do when I'm on stage too. So, um, yeah, you know, that's, that's kind of, it's not a difficult thing for me to do. Even being an older artist, it's not hard.
2: An older artist, what do you know, like 27? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, right <laughs> I'm to 65 Which is so weird to me 65 going on 16 My, my son is more mature than me I will say that that's a wonderful thing. A mine. <laughs> Melinda Carlisle
2: released a brand new single, Big Big Love, early this month on March 17th, which marks the pop icon's first English-language studio recording since 1996. Jeez, that's amazing. The triumphant hey. reunion with incomparable songwriter Diane Warren. Big Big Love will be followed in May by a five-track digital EP titled Kismet. Uh, you know, over the years, I've been in radio for 52 years now, Belinda, and over the years I've interviewed you many, many wow. times. You're one of my favorite people to talk to because you have such enthusiasm for answering questions. I I really do appreciate that.
1: <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. I know when I saw your name, I I think I've talked to him before. So now I, I, I know that I have, and that's so nice of you to say. Thank you. Well, I it's heard down I heard with, too. It makes the questions interesting. You
2: know. Yeah, I mean everybody on the show did a really really good job with that, and. Uh, well, uh
1: Probably.
2: hopefully you'll you'll come to town you can come in the studio or I we'll come and see you. It'll be great. I cannot wait for you to come to town, Belinda. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Melinda Carlisle, ladies and gentlemen. I do. I just love her. She's uh what a terrific talent, don't you think?
3: Yeah, I like um Kevin's question is uh, do you listen to other people's music? That's I feel and like that's it valid. Was,
0: it was such a good question. I thought that was going to steer, too. So athletes listen to a lot of music. Do you just watch, like, sports before you go Right, no. that's <laughs> what I should have went with. Just the <laughs> athletes listen to music, do that
1: you watch our
0: highlights before you <laughs>
1: oh, go on Oh, that's funny.
2: So, so, Judd, I have to ask you a question. Yeah. Um, since you interview a lot of sports figures, Mm-hmm. Is it totally different to interview a beautiful singer?
5: Well, first of all, I am I am a bigger fan of hers probably than, than I, I am the the majority, if not all, athletes. The Go-Go's, I mean, my God, yep. the Go-Go's were fantastic. And it was a couple of years ago now, I think, Tom, uh, and I forget who did it, there was a documentary released on them, which is just fantastic. But, I mean, when, when you talk about, you know, female groups, right? They're on the Mount Rushmore.
2: Yeah. I oh, mean, they yeah. They were.
5: They were absolutely. And she is. She's great. But I mean, yeah. That that band was, was great. And guess what? Their music, if you go listen to it today, holds up as well as anybody's. I think.
2: I think you're absolutely right about that, and that's why, what, I've always done this, and maybe people, people, the new listeners are not used to it or whatever, but whenever somebody that big like Belinda Carlisle is, legendary, right? Yep. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, I don't I don't like just taking over the interview and everybody else shut up while I talk to her and all that. I like hearing, like every one of you asked a very, very good question uh, of her. It made for a, a really, really good interview. And at the end of it, she was so appreciative that she, she answered five different people's questions in a seven or eight minute uh, period, about an eight minute period, I guess it was. But that's part of this job that I love is bringing guests on, especially, you know, a big guest like a Belinda Carlisle, because everybody, uh, and don't ever hesitate, everybody gets to talk, man. It's not one of those, well, I'll, end, I'll do the interviewing, you guys shut up. Like, no, that's, this is real life is what this is.
5: She was very cool, too. Like That, oh yeah, very. that is great, because I'm, I'm going to guess a lot of people with her stature aren't that cool.
2: There can be some. There's no getting around that. <laughs> I'm sure
5: you've run across a few in your many years doing this that aren't as uh, accommodating as Belinda was.
2: No, there, there are some people. There's no question about that. And, again, I worked at Capitol Records for seven, eight years. I was as director of promotion for the Central United States. And so I traveled a lot with people. I will tell you, in general... This is in general. There are a couple that are a pain in the ass. But the huge stars, like Belinda Carlisle, tend to be very decent people. You know, like a lot of people think that, that Kiss, oh, well, those guys must be just arrogant pricks because every time they open them up. Couldn't be nicer. Couldn't be nicer people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they understand their success. They're very grateful for their success. Like Belinda Carlisle, you could just tell, oh, that's so sweet of you to say that was very sincere and very nice because she's a real person. She's had a lot of success and she deals with it wonderfully. I think, I mean, if you guys don't mind, I will always open up interviews with these big stars so everybody gets to ask a question. Don't you think that's the best way to do it?
3: Oh, it's super fun. And I feel Mm. like... Me, AJ, and Tevin, I just keep clapping every time you say that we did a good job. We're, like, right. doing celebration dances in here. Oh, so
2: Judd's out of that mix, is he? Yeah, what am I? I expect Judd to, huh? to do a good no,
3: job. <laughs> I, yes, first off, Judd is a professional. Right. He needs to step oh. up, but he's just not in the room seeing us, like, celebrate that you t- said that we did a good job, so.
5: Professional, no, it's true. use though. that term loosely. <laughs> 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 well, see?
4: I
3: just It's so fun. I feel like we're all just geeking out over it just because right. it was, like, Passed around questions. Right. It was a blast.
4: And, and, like, it comes from no matter who gets interviewed, I feel like it's a different perspective between, like, Brittany, myself, you, and whoever else is on the show, just yeah. because we all come from a different background. And I have no idea who Belinda Carlisle is, like, until Britney played this really? songs. Don't you realize? No, I couldn't have picked her out of a two man lineup with Denzel Washington. <laughs>
2: like That's she... going to be a bitch, I will tell you. Denzel doesn't look very womanly.
4: <laughs> but, no, I think that, yeah, it makes it more fun for her because she doesn't get the. Uh... Yeah, Stereotypical questions She's probably answered a thousand times.
2: Like I could, I, I was going to bring something up and I said, nah, no, nah, I'd rather hear these guys ask some questions do all the rest of it. But I, uh, and I don't know why this happened. And I just noticed it just now with 25 minutes left to go in the show. I'm talking to Belinda Carlisle and you going to listen to you guys ask her questions. I looked down and I realized all morning I've had my shirt on inside out.
3: Oh, just wait till we get that YouTube channel going.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a beautiful thing. Are you? Ca- I've done that. That's great. I, I can't believe I'm sitting here wearing a shirt because it's, you know, one of those, oh, is that Under Armour, I guess it is. So it looks the same on the inside as it does on the outside, except for the stitching, which I looked on my arm and went, I'm wearing my shirt inside out. What the hell is that? <laughs>
5: It's not worth changing now.
2: It's not worth changing. You're right. You gotta commit.
5: Just accept it. Exactly right. Commit and say you did it on purpose. Say you're eccentric and you did it on purpose. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) I will absolutely do that. I know, uh, Judge, you got to go, but I will say this: I've been watching your uh, YouTube channel. You guys do a hell of a job. Uh, You got a new fan, pal.
5: Thank you very much. Thank you, and in fact, we are going to announce today that um, April twenty seventh, which is a Thursday, first round of the draft. We are going to do our podcast and our party at Park Tavern.
3: Woo! Stop on by, Tommy. Oh, you're gonna stop to park on by everybody. To yeah, I'm gonna.
2: Ooh, I think it's a great idea. That sounds like a terrific idea. I love Park Tavern. That was so nice. They hosted a. Yes. What would you have called that night? We were all there.
3: A little meet and greet.
2: Kind of a meet and greet. Yeah, I suppose yeah. that's what it was—a meet and greet kind of deal. But, yeah. uh, Judd, we will talk to you tomorrow, correct? Yes, you will. Talk to you then.
1: Thanks, well, everybody. Thanks for being here. Bye, right.
3: Judd. You're the best. Bye. Thank you.
2: Once again, I will tell you that most places, and I to, you know, Judd, to to have moved on at this point. But I've worked at other places where this never would have happened because Brittany called Judd last night and said, you know what? Belinda Carlisle is going to be on at 920. Would you mind moving to the top of the hour? I don't know of any other place I ever worked that somebody who said, "Yeah, that's fine." No, no, it's my nighttime. This is what I'm supposed to be on. Wow. Well, Judge, just went. That's oh, fine. Don't worry about
1: it. I
3: was like a real. Boss, bitch. I said, Judd, listen up here.
2: She said she
0: didn't give him an option. It was right. this is your time that okay. you're moving to.
3: Listen, I'm the one who pushes the dials and does the decision making. Here's a memo for you.
0: She said,
4: More me She no. was like, Judd, just want to make sure you're still on for the show tomorrow. He said, Yes. She just goes, Perfect. We'll see you at nine o'clock.
0: And I just
3: <laughs>
1: hung up on a <laughs> <Like, here's
0: laughs> Wait that a second. <laughs> I thought that
3: went well for me. <laughs>
2: You, that might have happened, actually. I bet you that kind of did happen, didn't it?
3: And turned off my phone. Yeah, so was like, do not disturb. <laughs> yeah, do not disturb. I'm in but a meeting.
4: Judd doesn't seem like the type of person that's going to get uh, too worked up over moving some things around if he has to.
3: No, he's Well, i got to be so honest lovely. with
2: you. I, I see, I really enjoyed that, sitting here listening, because I talked to her at the beginning and the end uh, of the deal. So I got my time in. I've talked to Belinda in person many times. Like you said, she... That was nice of her to say she recognized my name. That was very sweet. Yeah. But listening to you guys ask questions makes my job even better, because I, I get to hear this stuff, because I think you all ask really, really good questions.
3: I mean, right? Tevin's, Tevin's was easily the best. By mine um, was
4: probably the worst, but... I mean, you know,
3: maybe, no. that's he, by far. I loved it. I love thinking about was, her. And then, like, asking her if she would forget her own lyrics if she listened to other music was actually... I, because yeah. there
4: was there's a rapper Buster Rhymes who is known for rapping sure. very very fast and somebody asked him one day like hey do you ever like forget the words to your songs and he's like well sometimes I'll forget but then he was like because I rap so fast like sometimes I just get tongue tied and he's like I'll just mumble right and he's yeah. like nobody <laughs> ever notices no. so like I feel like things like that like that's it definitely intrigue me
3: oh yeah it's so interesting i like, like that
4: that's terrible that you do that well, I mean, he doesn't, probably doesn't do it all the time. But when he's like, you get tongue-tied and you say something wrong, he's like, i just mumble it and a little bit and get back on track. And You're, it's
3: a concert. They're all there to have fun, and they're all right. screaming the lyrics with, or trying to with and, you. And it's like the last thing you'd want him to be like is, okay, stop, I actually fumbled that. Let's give it right. another go. And
4: because I've been to concerts where like performers will sing just the chorus to their song, and then the rest of the time they're just kind of like standing on stage. And I'm like, I could have done this myself. <laughs> like, what are we watching? What right
3: are now? we doing here?
2: Magnificent is all I have to say. Okay, I'm going to run down a list of some stuff because you guys had talked about this uh, uh, earlier about uh, date deal breakers, that kind of deal. You talked about things that would upset you and whatever. The top five first date deal breakers, I just looked this up. Uh, Top five, there's about 15 of them, so I don't know why they're going with the top five, but uh, I want you guys to answer this. Uh, The two men and, and, and Brittany, of course, answer these things honestly. Okay.
3: I'll try.
2: Would these be a new dating poll finds a third of people looking for a man say uh, being short and bald has no impact on the decision. I thought they said it did have an impact that it was a very positive thing.
3: Yeah, but they mean like it's not a deal breaker.
2: No, it's not. Yeah. So, what does torpedo plans for a romantic evening with someone new? And you can't lie. If you think this really sucks, you got to tell me it sucks. Fine. Yeah, okay, you ready? Mhm. Mm-hmm. The top five first date deal breakers, and there are about 12 of them. So I don't know why they say the top five. Okay, you ready? Yep. I don't even know what this is, so you're going to have to help me along. Top deal breaker, he arrives on a bird scooter. Oh, yeah. That's like those, like, or the lime
4: scooters, the ones that you can, like, rent and drive around.
3: I immediately think DUI, doesn't have a car, doesn't have a job, period.
2: (laughs) This next one's pretty good, actually. She's running late because QAnon went long. Oh, yeah. I'm out. Yeah.
4: You're out. You're out. out. Yeah.
2: Uh, number three, he has to split the dinner bill, and you're at Panera. Oh, no. I, yeah, I love Panera, but you don't want to split the dinner bill on your first date, do you?
4: I think I would have more of an issue with doing a first date at Panera than I would splitting the bill.
2: <laughs> you don't think that's a first date kind of place? No.
4: I feel like we'll try to go a little above and beyond.
2: Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. I know exactly. She insists mom tags a lot. Why would you insist your mother go on a date with you?
3: Well, maybe they're trying to decide who gets him. You know, like maybe he's right mm. mid range, she's single, <laughs> or mom's single. Jesus,
2: <laughs> terrible.
4: <laughs> I'll say that. That one well, depends on how cool the mom is.
2: Would be great. Hey, mom, should I stoop him or you? Yeah, very yeah great. Weird. That's mm-hmm. too weird for me. Probably Sorry. Out. Oh. Most people don't even know what stup means, so I can move right along.
3: Oh, we know. Do you? I mean, context alone, but yes, I've worked with you long enough to know it's Intercourse.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Intercourse. Nailed it. Um, His idea of a conversation starter is, do you want to hear me burp my name?
4: Oh, that's Hmm. definitely a deal breaker.
3: Yeah.
2: I what do you do
4: to go? Do that?
3: <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends on how complicated the name is.
4: That is true. If, yeah, if it's like yeah. some long, multi syllable Alfonso yeah. or something yeah, like yeah, that.
3: Yeah, I'll like... see this through.
0: <laughs>
2: Maybe. I'll shtup you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for Christ's sake. Did I tell you You're I have a to a leave 18 bark. minutes earlier? Uh,
3: okay. You victim.
2: Is that the plan? I'm a victim. That's exactly right. Uh, now this one would not be a deal breaker for me. The first one, matter of fact, I'm going to save this one for last because this would not be a deal breaker for me back in the day. During dinner, he whispers, Duck, it's my wife." What? <laughs> You're going to say to a woman, Duck, it's my wife?" Really?
3: I mean, guess he's okay. being considerate, to feeling. <laughs> oh. Uh,
2: he insists you only call him by his gaming handle, Nipple Tickle Sixty Nine.
3: Is it's like, are we talking Xbox or are we doing PC? Because that's
2: Yeah, and can I shorten it to just Niptik? <laughs> niptick, yeah, Niptik 69. That'd be good. <laughs> so what are they oh, gaming handed? Why during gaming would you use the name Nipple Tickle sixty nine? Because don't you don't want to put Tom Bernard as your
3: Yeah.
4: You don't want to put your government name out. Right. There. So you just find like a cool name and usually they'll have like something to do with like whatever game they play. And, Mine's
3: Gen Unit. Like my middle name is Gen G-E-N, so my name's Gen Unit. And you're a unit. Yep. Gen Unit. G unit. You see y'all right there on Xbox okay. Live.
2: Tom has no idea what G unit is. Yep. Nope. So I'm gonna. I have to leave early today. I don't know <laughs> if I tell I it. I get it.
3: We're but, the worst. Yeah.
2: The worst of all time. Uh, this one's kind of cold, actually. It's hard to hear her over the beep of her ankle monitor.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs>
2: kinda, I'm scared. You ever dated a criminal? Not that uh, I know of.
3: I've been a criminal.
2: Well, you've been a criminal. Hmm. But, I've never dated
0: one, but a smooth
2: criminal. <laughs> I don't think I've ever dated a criminal. I don't think so. I'll have to ask around. Mm-hmm. But uh, this one, I don't think this is an insult. This would be the top uh, five first deal breaker. All of them except for this one. Okay, let's see if you agree with me. You ready? Mm-hmm. Yep. She gets almost as drunk as you. You got a match. Yeah. That's, yeah.
3: Their, That's energy. their
1: energy. I think
0: that'd be weird to have Not one to, person just yeah. sloshed <laughs> right? and the other one's stone cold sober.
3: AJ, the story of my life. As a sober person <laughs> who's dating in their 20s, story of my life.
4: Although, like, because I've dated girls that like don't drink as much, and yeah. I'm like... I, then I just don't drink as much. Because yeah. it feels weird yeah. to now, like, oh, I'm just drunk
2: at
0: home. <laughs>
1: i <Dynamic is laughs> tell you like
2: something. All
0: right, I'll call you.
2: Right. I'll <laughs> just tell you what it's all about. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. That'd be wonderful. We have to take a break. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes. Got that last segment. Plenty of good stuff coming up, as a matter of fact. Right after this in the Tom Bernard Show. Some Minnesota winters seem endless, and this has been one of them. There's no doubt about that. But winter will end. This is Tom, and to enjoy everything Minnesota summers have to offer, reach out to ProTurf right now and make sure your yard is ready, baby. ProTurf can help with everything from lawn to landscape and irrigation systems. Family-owned and operated, ProTurf has been working with Minnesotans since 1982, and their landscape have, tw- uh, oh my God, 45 tiers of design installation experience. I think they meant years, but it's a, it could be in different tiers, though. Yeah, right. But I think, I think they meant years, though. What do you think? Maybe it is tears. Uh, estimates are free, and their staff will visit your yard and give you a three- to five-step plan that will make your lawn the best on the block, and you'll love it. Their customized lawn applications will include slow-release fertilizers and weed preventers that control weeds all season long. When the snow is gone, ProTurf experts can be on your lawn with expert recommendations, guaranteed results. If you want the best lawn on the block and a free estimate, now is the time to start. Reach out at ProfessionalTurf.com. That is ProfessionalTurf.com.
3: Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company.
0: And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company, Bradley's partner.
3: As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with a lot of multi-generational family-owned businesses.
2: I know them, trust them, with my banking. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers.
3: Sounds like we really won you over, Tommy.
2: Well, let's not get crazy, Brad. Seriously. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing length.
4: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast.
2: There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. Oh, my God, it's 9.48 already. These shows do fly by for me. I know ah. they must drag for you, but Eight you know
3: hours, the days, it feels like the months, feels long.
2: No, every time
4: you say the time, I like check my phone. Like, is it already that? I feel like I just walked in the door.
2: I know that's what I'm saying. And I, look, I understand the other show was five hours long at its longest, which was way too long to be on the air. But honestly, this 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 show for me just flies by. And what I really like is that everybody did follow me over from the other joint. And he, we've been working together for so long that you come on a brand new show and everything just gels immediately. That's because we've known each other forever. And then AJ, uh, you came in and helped me out on the family podcast, so I got to know you really well. And it just—it's mm-hmm. a very comfortable fit, man. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you know if the glove fits. And now, you of course, you got. Ru- <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? Jeez. <laughs> no, we had so we had such a good thing. All it's right. it's All right, OJ. <laughs>
4: we had such a good thing going, Brittany. <laughs> Yeah, what the hell was that now?
3: I got excited that he didn't finish his sentence. All right, I'm listening.
2: No, no, no. You're listening? First time in history. <laughs> You're of that
3: welcome. Story. I'm actually having such a good day, and it's hard to pretend I'm not. You guys are making me laugh so much today.
2: You're welcome. It was a, a lot of fun. I'm telling you, man, I love doing this show. It's a lot of fun. Uh, well, most of you, not Britney. Yeah, you know. no, I know. <clears throat> um... Now, I don't remember this because I lived in this city for about a year, many, many years ago. There's a new report out on the cities with the worst drivers in the United States. Number one is Jacksonville, Florida.
3: Mm.
4: Very believable. Right. All the retired folks that mm-hmm. go
2: down there. Yeah, that oh. makes sense. Really? You think it's all the retired folks in Jacksonville? I and don't know. I would assume so.
3: Meth doesn't help.
2: <laughs> no. Yeah, not the true. retired people doing
4: meth, just the uh, other people.
3: Mm. <laughs>
2: Okay, it says they ranked 50 cities, and the one that has the best drivers—no way. The best drivers are in New York City. Bullshit. I believe that.
3: I actually you do I too. They it. make it things is, happen.
4: It
2: is terrifying.
4: I took a taxi in <laughs> New York once, and like he's swerving in and out of traffic, just honking the horn. Didn't hit nobody. Nobody hit him. Like, for as chaotic as it is,
2: they have to be skilled to maneuver those streets. Uh, but yeah. But you never move. So how tough is it to drive in New York City? You can't move. You just sit there in your car.
3: You have to be so aggressive to get in and out of things. Yeah, you do, okay. yeah. So, you know my famous cousin, Katie Ledecky, on the other side of her family. The Olympian. Yeah, the Olympian. Her, her, she had um, this grandma, um, Berta, Berta Ledecky, and she had this beautiful uh, house, or this beautiful high-rise in New York City. Um, And she had a driver, and we went and visited her, and her driver was honking constantly. And I was like, I rarely use my horn. And he's like, Why? How how do you tell people you're coming in and out? And like, to this day, like, (laughs) I used to send emails being like, Yep, I used my horn today, like, just giving him a heads up. And he's like, I use it every day. It's like, Hey, I'm here. And I'm like, That's so not Minnesota. Minnesota,
4: the only time you honk your horn is like, Hey, you're being a dumbass. Like, get out. Like, nope, it's like, Hey, I'm just here. I would want you to not hit me. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's two, I feel
0: like. It's the, Beep, beep. Like, hey, the light's green. Can you please get going,
2: yep. or whatever? Yeah. Or it's the yep.
0: you almost just killed me. I'm gonna lay into it. Yeah, yep.
2: yeah. Yeah, yes, you're right about horn. that.
4: You gonna honk your horn more? Yeah, I'm gonna, let's let's bring that to Minneapolis just for no <laughs> <Just> reason. <start honking laughs> I have, horns.
3: ever since I talked to Bird as driver, I felt like you know what? I gotta. It's the only way you can talk with your with your car. Right.
2: Talk with your car.
3: But I, feel I like knew
2: I should have left at 9:45. <laughs>
3: Tom, AJ is right though. Like there has to be like one that's like I'm not mad, but I'd love if you went. Like yeah.
2: there should be like a tones that
4: you like. If you press the left side of your horn, it makes a certain sound that's like I'm not angry. I just wanted you to know that I'm here. And then like
0: the right side is the angry. Yeah. So I want proximity chat, and I'm sure Tevin, you probably know what that is. Yeah. Just from, like. Yeah. But oh yeah, and you know that too, Brittany. But it's just like if you get so close, I like how many times have I driven past somebody and then it's like. Your taillight is out and I I feel obligated to let you know, but I can't. I have no way of like getting up next to you and distracting you while you're driving like, "Hey, this thing is out. You can't do it."
3: Yeah.
2: See? Okay. So the worst drivers again are this is a this is descending to the worst drivers. Sacramento, Birmingham, Alabama, New Orleans, Riverside, California, Memphis, Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee, Tampa, and Orlando. Uh, the number two was Louisville, Kentucky. So I, I often wonder about these because once again, most of these places, not Sacramento, obviously, but the rest of them, well, Riverside, California, yeah, that would be actually out there. But uh, most of these places are below the Mason-Dixon line. Yeah, Do you and think I would- that causes the, any problems?
4: Yeah, and I would say, too, it's, like, they're not, like, major metropolitan areas where you don't really have true. to be a mm. good driver to get around.
3: That's true. Like,
4: if you're out in the yeah. country, you can be a bad driver and be just fine because there's not a lot of people to hit.
3: Yeah.
2: That's true. Uh they ranked uh, 50 cities. Uh, the best drivers, San Francisco, Boston, Salt Lake City. Oh, my God. You know, it comes in number two. Huh. Number one is New York. Number two is Minneapolis. Ooh, ooh. Do you think that's true, though?
3: I don't. I think it could be. Did you guys? We, I lived in Stillwater, and we grew up always cursing Wisconsin drivers, and I always thought mm-hmm. to myself, Wisconsin <laughs> nice. drivers are the worst. And then I hung out in Wisconsin, and I found out they do it, too. Yeah. Like, they always curse Minnesota, Minnesota drivers. Yeah. So maybe it's, maybe it's not that Wisconsin drivers are terrible. It's just that we can see their license plate, and we, like, <laughs> note it. You know?
4: Yeah. No, I think right. Minnesota drivers are all right. Although, in the second one snowflake hits the ground, everybody just immediately goes 25 miles an hour down the freeway. Yeah. Uh, which is annoying. But yeah, I think overall, Minnesota drivers are pretty good.
2: It's an entirely different deal. But you just reminded me of something that made me very, very happy because no one got hurt. I got to make right up front you need to know that nobody got hurt. I was at a uh, Minnesota Viking, Green Bay Packer game uh, many, many years ago. And we all left, of course, all at the same time. And by the way, uh, for people outside the market of Minneapolis and St. Paul, you need to know that whenever there is a Packer game at our stadium, they somehow get about 50% of the tickets.
3: Yeah. I don't know how
2: the hell they do that.
3: It's impressive.
2: But there's tons of them. So I had to make a run over to Wisconsin after the game to meet a friend. Okay, uh-huh. So I'm driving across the bridge and all the rest of it. As we get into Wisconsin, there is a car upside down in the ditch. Mm. Now, again, nobody got hurt, thank God, so understand that part of it. There is a car upside down in a ditch, and as I drive by the car, I look down at it. There are no people in the car, but there are four cheeseheads on the roof of the car. <laughs> <laughs> They were on the ceiling of the car Which is upside down
3: it's like, really? Oh, my God. Well, those hats <laughs> and, may have saved their lives. Right?
4: I, saying, I, yeah. I assume they were all wearing the hats. It wasn't like they were just in the back seat. And no, no, no. They were probably No, they
2: were spaced them. perfectly. To, <laughs> two in the front, two in the back. They were spaced beautifully. And I'm, I'm oh, gonna start
3: wearing them on the regular because if that proved that it saved their lives that right? day. Bike helmets, no. <laughs> no. Cheese no? heads, Yes.
2: Four cheese heads on the ceiling of the car, which is upside down. I'll never forget it as long as I, I can see it. I can still see it in my mind right now. It was phenomenal. Don't you love that? That'll mm.
3: be on your deathbed. That'll be the last vision you see. Is that? Because that yeah, that's not going away. That's a crazy no. sight.
2: Where's my cheese hat? <laughs> I'll be asking that. It'll be magnificent, don't you think?
4: Yeah. Do you know they serve nachos in those? No way! Yeah, they do. That's how they
3: buy
4: them. No, no, you can buy them without the nachos in. But like, (laughs) if you go to the game, (laughs) yeah, no. <laughs> you, they like traditionally like put nachos like in the center part no. and then you eat them and you feel no. it. No. Yeah. Because it's like foamy. yeah It's Wisconsin's. I'm sorry to all my Wisconsin people, but it. Okay. It's
3: weird. There has to be more to this. There has to be a secondary container that goes yeah. in there. It can't I mean, just I,
4: be... I would hope so. No, there is. Yeah. Okay. Right. Thank
3: God. But that's, yeah,
4: they put, it's, yeah, it's not just cheese foam. Soaked into the foam <laughs> that they like ring wring out and then wear as a hat. They uh, put it
0: on and it's just dripping down their face. <laughs> it's like, like cheddar cheese. They're
3: committed yeah. to be yeah. the cheesiness.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a lifestyle.
3: I wonder how much that is. What do you, what do you think the over under? What do you think how much a nachos cheese head at a Packer game is, Tom?
2: $500.
3: I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I bet I you say it's gotta at least, be like 30 I was gonna say 25
0: I was gonna say like 30 to 40
2: Jeez. Yeah, probably. can we find that out? Does anybody know? We got to have somebody listen in Wisconsin. Right. How much is the upside down fake cheese head that you eat nachos out of? Because you're, you're probably not, right. You're paying Three for the bucks. hat
4: as well as yeah. the nachos, obviously. So yeah. it's got to be expensive.
2: But is it a hat you can wear or is it just a bowl that looks like a hat you can wear?
4: No, I think I, it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know. And then I would hope too that there's like cup holders in there so they could put their like bush light. In there that they can drink while watching and eating their nachos as well.
2: And if it's Boy, not, you got your whole weekend planned yeah, already.
4: So what do you think I do on a Saturday night, Tom? I go get a cheese head, fill it with some nachos. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sit around the house, you're yeah, good to go. Crack,
4: crack open a hams in honor of Officer Dave. Or...
3: I think we're way off, though, because if you get a cheese head off the Packers website just right now, that's 25 bucks.
0: Okay, so yeah, it's got to be closer to 40 then. Did, did you see the image that they have with that? Those are like designed to be like salsa holders and everything like that. Yeah. They're elaborate. Yes. Yep. I didn't realize that they're supposed to hold condiments. Right.
3: It's You're going to have to take a loan out, give some blood, <laughs> and you're social. As much
4: as I hate to admit it, Packer fan's not dumb when it comes to their cheese head and nacho combination.
3: This is true.
2: I just love the fact they're so dedicated to their team, and I'm very serious about that. They are so dedicated to their Packers. I actually love that kind of uh, dedication. Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah.
3: yeah, me too. It's. I think it's endearing. Even though I have to hate them because yeah. I well, live here,
4: and some of the stuff that they like brag about is annoying. Like their stadium is like benches instead of like individual seats, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, that makes us better than no. everybody." And it's like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> now that us. I'm over you're thirty, sitting on a bench. Yeah. It's well, a high school stadium. Everybody, yeah. relax. Right.
3: Yeah, now you're like get north uh, of thirty. You go, no, I my butt cannot.
4: Although when I was in high school. My, I had a basketball coach that trained the, like one of the Packers executives' daughters, and so we got this private tour of Lambeau Field. Like, We got to go do a Lambeau leap on the field and everything, and he was telling us Ooh. about how the field itself is heated. They just choose not to turn it on in the winter.
3: I cannot. They're like,
4: they're like, are, we've gotten known for being the frozen tundra, and so, yes, we understand that it's not the greatest for the players, but we just don't turn it on.
3: I cannot.
0: I was like, you kind of got to respect that. No,
3: it's a dumb flex. <laughs> That's a what? It's a dumb flex. Like, it's a dumb thing to brag about. It's yeah. like, get if I got in my car today and was like, I
0: don't turn on the heat. <laughs> <Right. laughs> like, I'm going like, to freeze <laughs> on my drive.
2: <laughs> oh, God, you guys. Unbelievable. That's all I have to say. Mm. That is going to do it for this show. My God. This, I'm telling you, man, this show flies by. I, I, I guess I'm grateful for that because if it were tedious, it would take forever to do it. So that's a good sign, right? I love it. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tom Bernard Show.
3: Bye, Tom.